back to We Are Live. It's Chris Demon, Travis Sorrell, the great Chris Gardner, controlling the video stream with all of his video knowledge. Joined in studio at the Midcoast Studios by the great David Hun from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I don't know, but you just called me great, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> got to start it off right. I, can, I need you in a good mood before I just lambaste right, right, you over right, some right, of your got stories. It, got it, got it. I have to set the a The hard mood. questions are coming. Oh, yeah. It's going to get really difficult as you politely come by our studio. Gail King was tough. You ain't seen nothing. <laughs> David. That's, that's my Gail King. <laughs> you can follow David on Twitter at David Hun. That's H-U-N. In. He's here to uh, talk about some of the stories he's been working on. Recently came back from Houston, Texas. Yep. I'm interested in that. I've spent some time in Houston. I've never seen so many overpasses and concrete in all of my life. <laughs> it's still a very cool city. They have a loop. Travis, do yes. you wear that? That theirs actually is. Other know, another city has a loop. That's crazy. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> it's not no comparison. The loops are not similar. The loops are not similar. Uh, what yeah. about the? Do you think St. Louis could put on a livestock uh, show like Houston does? Oh, that is a big livestock show. Boy, I've walked around that, and there is fried everything. And I oh, think it is yeah. fried everything. Yeah. And yeah. did you see fried the kids right in the vino? Sheet? Yes, I did. Yeah, what do so they call that? Uh, uh, mutton busting. Mutton busting. And I, I understand that you have not lived until you have either mutton busted or put your kid on a sheep mm -hmm. and set them wild. What? Travis, I know this probably isn't big in your community. I was going to say, <laughs> what? <laughs> Growing up in North City, it was a lot of mutton going on. It's, you put a child on a sheep and say, go I'll, get them, tiger. I'll, I'll tell you, the one thing that's really crazy cool about Houston is it, all kinds are on those sheep. It really? All kinds. I mean, Good. I mean, not our age, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you fit the weight and age category, Boy, you'd have to, you, are, you are on. I need. I would need a Brahma bull with just like some sheep uh, fur on it to to fit me if no. I were to be in the mutton. What bus would the, What would the sheep fur be for? Just to try to pretend? To yeah, use a white bull to make it look like okay. Well, big boy wants to play. We got him <laughs> a, a, an appropriately sized sheep. Yeah, I tell you what, if you do that, we get video off of that one. <laughs> Would you do a story on that for the most special? <laughs> I mean, we'd do something. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> goes, nah, but I, I'd live stream you on my Twitter. <laughs> that cool? You heard of Periscope? <laughs> Probably get more hits than anything any of us have ever done. Uh, so I think we need to make that happen. That is happen. what gets crazy hits. The stuff that you do not expect. Now, how fun is that when you like really put in serious man hours into a story that barely gets a retweet? And then... <laughs> Did you just say fun? Yeah, I'm not sure. Fun yeah, I'm is the right. Well, I think I'm not sure. Fun is the right. From word. my point of view, it looks like a lot's going. It's a lot of fun going on. No, we, we definitely complain about that. It happens for sure. You know, you spend like a, you know weeks deeply researching something, and then you know the yeah the. The guy, the guy on the and then some cows, and then <laughs> yes. some cows get loose and run around in the city, and everybody's oh look here! Remember when that happened? It did happen, <laughs> and it and that's when the helicopters came out, Garner. If you remember, well, that in the IKEA. That's the only time helicopters yeah. come out in St. Louis for news coverage. Never due to high speed chases, but if livestock gets free mm -hmm. or IKEA is opening, mm -hmm. that's the only I time we've seen. That's a staple of our yes, city, Dave. <laughs> so, where did you grow up? What's yeah. uh, what's brought you to St. Louis? What's the Houston connection? Let's get some background. Right. Uh, so I, I was born and raised in California. Nice. Uh, what part? I grew up uh, Huntington Beach is where I was born. <sighs> but I was there typical I was elitist. My God, like you're, <laughs> that's why you, your disposition is so fantastic because you're from Huntington Beach. What a great area. I was there for like two years, guys. But no, <laughs> hold on to it. Use it. Use it. <laughs> We're obsessed with Southern California. We really we've, we've been a few times. My younger brother and sister-in-law live out there. And it's the just, beach. It never moves. <laughs> it's always there. Man. Uh, my favorite part about Newport, which isn't that far from Huntington, not far. is the 51-year-old tech entrepreneurs with no shirts on at 10 a.m. throwing you the, hey, what's up, guys? Because they're, they're going to surf before they stroll into their office at noon. That's my favorite part about that area. That's your favorite part? Share it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that kind of drives me crazy. We should all... <laughs> Shouldn't we all aspire to be people. tech entrepreneurs <laughs> surfing at 11 on a work day? Oh, man, there's too much, too many stereotypes about California that are true, and that is definitely one of them. It's akin <laughs> when you meet a true Southern Californian, and they're like, what's going on, man? You know, and then they do the highway thing and all that. Yeah, I always think, like, on the 405. <laughs> right. That's, or using the word rad in a sentence very earnestly is something that happens. No, that's you just, hit the 12th in and out. You've gone too far. That's just my generation. Oh, the, the okay. kids don't say rad anymore. <laughs> Wait, hold Damn on. It. Maybe they do. Is it coming back? It, it could have came back. Circle. Right now. That's rad lit. 
Does that work? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe no. we're out of those okay. genres. No, we're too I, old. I like that. You like, like rad lit? Rad lit. You should yeah. use that in the stories that you cut. <laughs> that would get in. <laughs> somebody would remove you think, that. I don't, I don't know. know who, the edits, I don't think there's an editor that says, okay, I think that's. There, you think someone over there would actually. You don't, I don't think you can okie doke a real editor. Okay. No. Say so. Yeah. Say it with confidence. Try it. So two years in Huntington Beach. <laughs> it's, it's that is so true. Real. It, it, I mean, they, it's like they don't crack a smile. Yeah. Really. Just, I thought that was like in like that was like how the people were portrayed in the last season of The no, Wire. It's they very, don't think it's, it's like, oh, we're very stern journalists. I'm like, I've met a lot of nice journalists. They're not. It's athletes. akin to athletics. Like you're gonna cut who's not that good, right? So so I'm I'm running ed- I'm, I'm doing two editing shifts today and tomorrow, which is why I had some time this morning. Oh okay. And uh, I'm I'm suddenly an asshole as soon as I'm an nah. editor. I'm like, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's weird. I what, just excuse lips. me. What is this? <laughs> Does it start at home? Are you are you married? Yeah. Does it start at home? You're like, this coffee's not acceptable. <laughs> oh, you're, are you suggesting my wife makes my coffee? Oh. I wouldn't even be. <laughs> you can edit. You can self-edit. You can self-edit. I don't know. Maybe you got a kid. Maybe you got a housekeeper. My you four-year- went with that. My you four- ran with that. My four-year-old's not making my coffee either. Well, sounds <laughs> like they're a little behind. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. Got to get him on that one. You know it would be really He's fun? Got, like, What's the point chores? of having kids? <laughs> Duh. Scalding Labor. hot coffee for father in the morning. I don't see where this could end up for didn't read enough books last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so two years in Huntington Beach. <laughs> so at three, I moved. Yeah, we're going to chop through this. Uh, yeah, so uh, I spent most of my childhood in San Jose. So my pop was in... Uh, Way more boring than Huntington Beach, Oh, my right? God. Yeah. I mean, not kidding, right? So in San Jose, when I was growing up, was like orchards. And I mean, it was just like IBM was there, right. a couple of the tech companies. But they were like just getting started. So it was a very... It was like... It was like a... I'm sure, sure I'll offend someone... But it was like a Chesterfield upbringing. No, that makes they're sense. starting their own right. county. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back to San Jose. So I just talked to them. I haven't written this yet, but they they decided that Scoop. they actually can't do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's Uh-oh. that's. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Gardner, do we have a do we need to axe our Uh, t-shirt idea? I don't know. Man, I just started selling the Chesterfield (laughs) County (laughs) t-shirts. We have an apparel company ten feet behind us. Hey, listen, they may change their mind. Don't dump it yet. Maybe. Okay. But but yeah, they looked into it and they and they decided that it was not a a tenable solution. But they have Top Golf there. I thought that could support an entire county. We'll look into that first. I'm just not going to say anything. At this point. I think that's better. <laughs> I love so, this guy already, man. So, so fun. So San Jose for for you know till I was in, and then went to school back, back to school in LA. So I went to UCLA for undergrad. Very nice. And that was you know and th- and then I definitely got my uh, my LA groove on. I mean I. Good experience going five, to college. Five, I was saying, you know, <laughs> L.A. Groove seems very vague and open I love to that. a lot of interpretation. Yeah, right. I, again, I should just be quiet. <laughs> no, no. UCLA I, a, probably an amazing campus. A, a really good college experience. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm already plotting how I can get my kid to like really fall in love with the campus and then tell me he can't go there. So he really wants yep, to go there, that, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. And he would earn his way there. And my wife, by the way, is. So she went to Miami University of Miami of Ohio. Oh okay. wow! And she some same love, right? Huge love there, and uh, she is adamant that he's going to go to University of Miami of Ohio. So it's going to be a fight. You guys are fighting over like if he's wearing a Wally Zerbe. You know what's going to end up happening or... is he's going to be like, I really love plumbing. I'm going to be a plumber. Ah! I'm going to be cool. I'm yeah. going to be cool. Hey, with I that. feel like being employed. <laughs> I'm going to be totally cool with that. You know. So I we're love we're, that. we're rehabbing a house in Maplewood right now, which is why I'm in my getup. And, oh, I like uh, that. Yeah. And the plumbers are like insanely expensive. They're really good, and I like them a lot. So if they're listening right now, mm-hmm. big, no, we're big not, in the plumbing community. Not bagging on them. Right. We're big in the plumbing community. Right. How about the drywallers? The drywallers. Working on that. We're we have to penetrate. We're we need work them harder. in soon. <laughs> we gotta, we're going to schedule things according to his uh, rehab schedule. That's good. Perfect. That's yes. even better. Okay, so yeah. So San Jose, then Los Angeles, and then I was up and down the West Coast for a while doing okay. newspaper jobs. I did uh, Teach for America for two years. Oh, very nice. We're we're at? uh, In California? Yeah, in L.A. Yeah. And uh, that was a a life-changing experience. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Wakes you up, I'm sure, when you're – the things that we kind of take for granted or you're just like, well, of course, why – So it's – I mean, teaching is, like, insanely difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and getting ready every morning to be a a teacher that day was was, um, really compelling and also absolutely terrifying. I mean, just to – I mean, you're like an actor. Right. you're a mentor. You're, you have to be a teacher. You have to actually teach them something. Right. You know? And that's, you know. What subject were you teaching? English. and yeah. uh, English. Yeah, English. Was it difficult, I guess, trying to decide how much of yourself to give to those students? Because 
it's easy to get attached to their no, lives no, and their situation and everything else that goes at along that point with in my that. life. I was all in, so it was not. Hmm. I mean, it was you know, you know, wake to sleep. Interesting. Yeah. So it, there was no, you know, it was not difficult because I was doing everything I could. Now, you know, the hard part is, is you, you know, figuring out what you can actually do. Right. Is like. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's what you're working, I can see that. Where you see p- teachers just struggling to get notebooks or basic clean. I think the Care to Learn here in St. Louis is a great charity that will literally, they stay back and they just find out what kids in school districts need. Basics, deodorant, soap, whatever, pencils for school. That, like the things like that exist because there is that need yeah. in underserved areas. That's It's crazy, to, and I'm sure seeing it up close life-changing for you oh yeah absolutely i mean and i think in in it taught me a ton of a ton of things i mean one of them definitely is the state of our education system is yeah you know has it improved do you think no i i feel like we have more exposure on it now but almost like it feels like a digression at times so i haven't been in schools and covered so so when i came here i came here to cover schools right so so I, i was in teach for america i came out and i covered schools for a little paper in california for a while and then came here to cover schools. I covered every every kind of school you can imagine. I covered the charters. I covered the private schools. I covered St. Louis Public. I covered the county schools. I covered everything. And that and then I went to City Hall and covered City Hall. So uh, since then, that was probably 2010. I haven't covered schools again. So I haven't been in classrooms except for my kids. Right. Um, you know what I feel? I feel like like so many things in our world. You know, my kids' classroom is probably the best classroom I've ever been in. That's exciting. Yeah, it's incredible. So there's like Lego tables on every corner. Oh, wow. Like these kids are completely, and they're all different walks of life. It's a, it's a surprisingly diverse community, which I love. Right. And they are, you walk into that classroom in the morning, and the, the, it's like, I don't know how those teachers do it. They have those kids trained to like go to their table. They do, the kids move from table to table. They're totally free to roam. They, wow. they paint, they draw, they, I mean, it's four-year-olds. Right. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're not learning calculus. I haven't, yet, I haven't heard any math or science yet. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> kids just hanging out. No, so four-year-olds. That's great, though. Yeah, but dude. they like you. You should see what they're teaching them. I mean, right. you can count to a hundred. I mean, that's what the teachers. He are still teaching can't. Them. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he has trouble at ninety-eight. Yeah, mm. we're oh. working with him though. I'm proud of him for <laughs> making it that far. Bless your heart. So, <laughs> so point being, on the other end, I feel like. You know, so so on one end, these some of these classrooms are just incredible, mm-hmm. and then on the other end, I feel like yeah, we we don't even like we're not. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some really bad classrooms. So, sure. so I'm like at a loss for words. No, no, no. I, so I that, that's interesting because then what kind of perspectives does that give you when covering government, knowing that you've been on the side of seeing, oh, he's seen the seed right, get planted and then it's grown to whatever. I, right? I worked in Jeff City, so being able to see it up close to go from a classroom. And seeing how policy shapes what actually goes on inside of a classroom and then seeing the people shape the policy yeah. truly adds new perspective to the outlook of the situation. So what did that do for you when covering yeah, yeah, government? I, I love what you're saying. I mean, I think it's it's true. So right, right now I'm covering Better Together, right? So this right. is the move to merge the city and county. All this is available at stltoday.com, <coughs> oh, by the way. Are. If you just search out David Hun, all his stories are God, here. And uh, again, STL very talented today. writer. Yeah. Yes, look that's at right. This. I love this. This mm-hmm. is amazing. We will invoice you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, we got to keep the lights on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. Nice place. So, um, the, the, so, so to your point, you know, um, better together, one of the things that I hear complaints about is like, hey, you can do anything you want. You can merge the governments any way you want. But if you don't improve the workforce, right. if you don't educate folks to become workers, it doesn't matter. Right. And I, that, that argument resonates with me. I mean, I, I feel mm. like my job is to truly understand everybody's point of view. Right. You know, like really work to see all their points. And that's a point I get. I mean, you know, what are we going to do about schools? I hear a lot of complaints from folks who come up and say, hey, that's great that you're doing all this, but why aren't you fixing our schools? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you Why aren't you doing something about our school system? It's insane if you think about it. Uh, city resident, I live in Tower Grove. <laughs> There's a nice elementary school a few blocks from me, but if you just do some loops through, we'll just say the south part of the city. We won't even get into the north part of the city. South part of the city, all the shut down elementary schools. Just think of if those are vibrant working schools, people will be able to walk their kids to class that day. Oh like, God. what a crazy novel idea, but you drive by all these just barren giant empty beautiful brick buildings and it's just it's dead and it's like that changes the dynamic of that entire neighborhood which then affects everybody blocks over 
neighborhoods over, et cetera, yeah. right? I mean, that's, no, it seems insane that we don't have those working, right? I mean, it's, it's such a cycle though, right? So mm -hmm. like, I mean, you look back at the history of St. Louis and everything is tied together. And I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it because it's a pretty, you know, it's a history lesson. It's very much a history lesson. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's, you know, you talk about housing patterns, right. you talk about institutional racism, you talk about just overt racism. Right. You talk about desegregation. I mean, you know, I know these are heavy topics that I'm sure everybody has just feels, turned off the podcast. Feels fake. <laughs> no, 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 no. You talk about anything because it feels fake when you talk about this stuff and you're like, dude, that was 50 years ago. Like, that feels like, oh, certainly that couldn't be a thing. Man, Brown versus no. Board of Education, 1964. Right. <laughs> right. We are not even a generation removed. Right. Right. So, right. how, so when you're, and so here's the interesting thing because I know <clears throat> now more than ever, especially print journalists having to cut through so much of the fat and because it's so easy for people to say if it doesn't match your opinion or your agenda, it's fake news. So how do you try to get the answers from the leadership that's responsible for the state of affairs in a city? Like how, especially in 2019, where again, if you, you can lose access by just asking a question that may rub an official the wrong way. So how do you navigate those waters? Yeah, I mean, I think you, honestly, this is gonna sound like a cop out, but I think you just have to be really good at what you do. I mean, you have to know all of it's your- It's the avenues. answer to most things, yeah. <laughs> but it's super complicated well, to get to. I mean, I think, so, what, you know, you talk about like getting a scoop, right? Why does, mm -hmm. why does an agency give one media outlet a scoop and not another media outlet, right? right. And, and it, my take on that is you have to be good enough to kind of force their hand, right? You have mm -hmm. to know where are all the records, you know, what kind of records can I break? What, what are my sources inside? Okay. You know, if you know enough, then you can really, I mean, you know, you can't do everything, right? Right. Like if a public official wants to shut you out, they can they shut can. you out. They shut you out. But, but that leads you down. So this is total nerdy journalism, right? Please, no, please. go deep. <laughs> but that, that leads you down a different path. So a public official shuts you out. What that means is, is as a journalist, you turn more towards records and more towards inside sources. Mm. Well, inside sources who are willing to talk are often people who are unhappy. Mm. So, so if an official shuts you out, they have to recognize that's what they just opened up. You know, uh, I this see. is a gotcha. They have okay. to understand it's a balancing act. So, any good reporter has all of those things at their disposal, mm. right? And then you use them to get the kind of information that you want to get. I mean, the bottom line though is, is you have to be able to just hold officials accountable in your actual speech. So, when when I sit down with somebody, I have to know where I'm going, what I'm looking for, and then I have to like will them. This is going to sound really lame, but I have to like will them into answering the question. Like you just oh, wow. can't let someone slide. So if, if they're not answering the question, you have to keep going until they answer the question. Have you ever turned down a <laughs> scoop out of just like, ah, it's too toxic? Oh, God, yes. But it All could have, time. but it could have advanced your <clears throat> could, clicks would have been great or the story would have been ju way juicier, whatever, Man. however you want to <laughs> phrase it. It could have helped so you and you turn it down. We've made We've done that and, and made the mistake, and, and it, it was a bad decision. We should right. run with it. We've right. done it and run with it, and it was a bad decision. And we've done it right. I mean, we've done, you know, you do this every single day. You make yeah. a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So what do you do? You just kind of like, okay, learn from that, move along. I mean, one of the things I love about journalism, and one of the reasons I'm interested in the editing end is, what other field do you have where every single day you have a deliverable Right. Right. You're, you're doing every something every day. So that means every single day should be a chance to learn. Right. Oh, look at this. I did this. This I did this well this time. I didn't do this well. I got to get better at this. Not better at this. Right. Sorry. Super, super nerdy. Journal no, it's no, fantastic. It's we did have a correction. Brown versus Board of Education in 1954. Close no, enough. No, it wasn't. It was 64. Mm. We had somebody comment. It says it here. I don't know. Well, you know what? Whoever said that, thank you for commenting. That's very <laughs> bring awesome. it in. Right? It's all good. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, Actually, that is totally incredible. It is. It was very nice, Jeff, for throwing that out. But either way, still super close. I just wanted to throw that out. So some of the stories, if we go to uh, David Hun's uh, site, uh, our page on stltoday.com. Uh, Gardner, I know we joke about this stuff, but we're all super interested in the St. Louis area, the Better Together story. Oh, yeah. We've got the guy in here right now, and I'm curious. Again, I love this. Right? As, the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> well, on the Better Together end, uh, Better Together STL end, have you been to all the forums? No, no, not all of them. I've been okay. to, so I've been to only one. Which one was that? Um, in North 
County in Delwood. It wasn't okay. Delwood, but it was Tommy Pearson's church. Okay. Um, uh, gr- uh, Greater Mark's Family Church, something like that. Okay. Greater St. Mark's Family Church. I, I was just wondering how those have been going, number one. Because the, the one, if I could have gone and I haven't been able to go to any of them, I would have went to the DePere one. So my so mm. Nassim Benchaben went to that one that of our one? reporters. Yeah. Okay. And it was exactly as you would have expected. That's why I would have gone to that one is because I'm like, ah, oh, there's the one at the Carpenter's Hall. There's the one with the guy. But I'm like, the DePere one is kind of the nexus of the reactions I'm looking for and how I want to see how people in those areas are. Rea- we, we brought up the Chesterfield County joke. Yeah. Well, whatever. A t-shirt's going available on there. online yeah. right now. They are available still. Uh, for now. <laughs> are get they really a- t-shirts? Uh, oh, yeah. Can we get David a t-shirt? Yeah. We'll okay. Get one, we'll get one made. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have to pay for it. You guys know that. But, uh, but that's right. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great t-shirt. You know we have I'm cameras. They just picked up you winking at us really hard. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Kidding, just that didn't happen. what the reaction has been initially. Because I'll be honest from my perspective. I laughed at the Chesterfield reaction right away because the answer to fragmentation and issues within fragmentation was more fragmentation without really knowing what's going you mean on d- d- dividing yes yeah. and so i'm wondering like just what the reaction you have gauged from people initially with this has been well i mean just I, the general masses is that what you're talking? yes yeah. more, more from the people as opposed to the, uh, the people involved the with the plan yeah, yeah just the people themselves yeah that, that's a great question because um i think that it's actually more nuanced than we imagine mm. so you you have a vocal uh, uh you know angry crowd and and i get a lot of phone calls from folks who are angry so we definitely get folks saying you know i i don't want the city you know i left the city i never want to be a part of the city again like you know why you know i'm not taking on their debt you know there's people who are angry about you know the tax i mean you know this is this plan is at its root kind of like a typical democrat versus republican plan right like so they're gonna combo everything they're gonna share taxes and they're gonna distribute services to those most needy. I mean, that's a kind of a democratic ideal, right? Folks who don't like it are often like free market. Like, we don't think this is how it should go. If, if a North County city is going to, you know, crash and burn, they should crash and burn. Something will rise up from the ashes. Like, you know, that's like a typical Republican philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's okay. Like, those are good. That's a good argument for us to I, have. As a I could absolutely understand too if you if you've built up a life and it's you've you, whether it's true or you perceive it that you've done it mostly on your own, and your family's safe and you've acquired land and you're having a good life, and then all of a sudden people that you correctly or incorrectly see as not the way you, I, I get why people get tunnel vision oh, yeah. on this. It, it is completely understandable. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Even though I'm for the unification, you, I get the argument. I totally get it. So, so, so on one hand, you have like kind of these kinds of ideologies coming out, right? But on the other hand, what I think is really fascinating is you have a whole lot of people who, and, and I mean 74 to, you know, early 20s, mm-hmm. who say like, this is probably what I hear more than anything. I, I think things need to change in St. Louis. Right. I, I agree with the idea of a you know unification, um, but I don't like this. You know I don't <coughs> like that. Like why does Stanger get you know now he doesn't of course, right. but wh- why did you know why does Stanger get to be mayor right. unelected? Right. Um, why are they going? I mean the biggest one I get of course is why is it a statewide vote? You know mm-hmm. it should right. be a local vote. Right. Um, so those are the two that I could probably get the most, um, and th- and even then a lot of those folks are like. I mean, I'd say a third of them are like, we, we want to see something change. We just don't like this, this plan. Right. And then there's even things with it. And you brought up the why the statewide vote. And as it's yeah. been explained, it's because the courts are merging, the police departments are merging. That would be what a, an adjustment to uh, the Missouri Constitution or something along those lines. So yeah. it would have to be a statewide vote. I guess the follow-up question to that from someone from me would be like, was there another way to do it without that? Well, yeah. so there, there is. <clears throat> and we, we actually got that out of Dave Leipholz. We had a really cool uh, a podcast. Uh, sorry. No, yeah, we're going to like tapping myself on the Yeah, we're going to yeah, plug you, away. You, you got a podcast going with, with the post now, right? Yeah, right. So okay. we, we do it whenever we can. I mean, it, it's not as regular as it should be. Frankly. What's it called? Uh, inside the Post Dispatch. Inside the Very Post Dispatch. Clever. Oh, Very nice. clever. Very clever. I see it. Marketing. Uh, I see y'all. Uh-huh. No, Jake, Jacob Barker runs it pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and Bryce. Um, the guy who covers environment, farming, 
Sure. Um, and then uh, Jeremy's on, Jeremy Kohler's on it a lot. Okay. Um, but but yeah. So point being, we put uh, Dave Leipoltz and uh, Pat Kelly. So Dave Leipoltz, who's like the research director for Better Together, and Pat Kelly, who's the head of the Municipal League, we put them in the mm-hmm. same room, which was fun. Yeah. And we just kind of sta- stood back and said, okay, you know, you guys go. And 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 Pat got out of Dave that they could have done another vote. They could have had what they could have done is had a kind of like enabling legislation. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pass this. It's gonna go like they're doing it now, initiative petition. Right. And then everybody votes on it statewide. But that doesn't pass it in the city and county. That allows any city and county to pass it for themselves. So they could have done that. I see. And they didn't. They chose not to. Right. And and the reason that they say they chose not to is because they feel like that would have delayed them. So then they would have had to get an, you know another campaign, another set of votes. You would right. have had a second vote in city and county. And, and they're like, this is urgent. Like, people are suffering. We need to get this done right away. Yeah. Which I, I think is a fair, you know, I understand the urgency. I think there is urgency. I agree. And, and from my perspective, too, and you brought it up earlier, we were discussing education. Yeah. What was, it seems like there must have been pushback in, in what their research taught them. Why not include the school districts with everything within this, too? So they, I don't think they exactly admitted this, but, but they roughly just said it's too hard. I mean, it is. I mean, yes, that's a <laughs> that's an interesting answer. But it, I, I think you're right. I think that would probably stir the hornet's nest more than anything. Maybe, because if it's one thing I've learned about school districts in the St. Louis metro area, they play hardball. They play serious hardball. So I can see that being legal challenge like, after legal challenge and completely holding up the entire process. Well, and, and folks would never have voted for it. Right? Yo, no, no, never. I what agree. a strange thing. In what other industry, <clears throat> sport or anything, can you have a losing record for 40 years? And still act and as everybody if you loves have you. any negotiating power or mm-hmm. anything. You know, that's so crazy. School districts are just like cities, right? It's just like everything mm-hmm. in our lives. Yes. You, if you live in a community, you love your community. Yes. And that's one thing that, I, that I've seen across the region, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care who I'm talking to. I, it, you know, from north, south, east, west, they all love where they live. Everybody loves where they live. True. And that's, so, so that's, a, that's a weird moment, right? Because it's tribalism and it's fine. It's in our DNA, right? Yeah. To appreciate that kind of thing. So, th- so there, there's some, I don't know. There is some weird dynamics here. Like, yes. You know, so why is it okay for somebody's community to be like green, given the green light and mm-hmm. somebody else's community to be told they have to, I don't know. It's just a strange. As an outsider, is, is there anything to, and again, to your journalist, you're, you're very fair. Is an outsider, um, what is something in a thought process or just a, flow of the the region process that has bothered you or impeded you from getting an answer or some sort of solving question to something that you're seeking out is there anything that you've noticed that's eh, fairly unique to st louis in that aspect because no i I mean you know one thing i think we have to remember is that every community has these same issues like you know talk about chicago politics right oh gosh we don't have time uh, yeah i've seen the stream on their mayoral debates and it looked oh good god right (laughs) so chicago you know, nobody's like, oh, Chicago's an awful town. Don't move there because their politics are unbelievably right, right. beautiful. Just it's like Chicago's it's an amazing. Town, right. Yeah. It's right? An amazing right. city. Right. So like for us to say, like, look how awful St. Louis is. I mean, you know, look how crappy politics are. Like, that's just not an outsider's perspective. Right. And, you know, these guys. So the the I mean, but, but this but this to answer your question. Sorry, forgive no, me. I'm please. not I'm not dodging. This is all very interesting. Um, the for some <laughs> reason or another, St. Louis leaders I feel like they don't, they don't feel like they can just tell us what's happening. Like they have to like beat around the bush and like <laughs> yes. dodge and like, and that's unique to hear in no, a way. I doubt it. No, I doubt it. No, but I, I don't, don't know. know, but I know exactly what you're Maybe saying. Maybe because there's more of them because it's like, who are you again? St. Louis, but St. Louis does have a unique dodge about itself. It is very unique. And you're, and you're right. I think, Yes, you can probably say that there are cities who have something similar, but there's a unique dodge. You bring 90 mayors to to the table. Right, and it's very, but to your point, there is a little bit of bravado that comes along with that unique dodge, and you're trying to figure out. Okay, what cards are you playing for you to be able to dodge so artfully? Like, Like, who do you think you are? Especially when we, we, it's almost out in the open, where St. Louis is so 
almost five degrees of separation where you know someone who knows someone who knows what's going on. So for you to try to be like, I don't know what's going on down on King's Highway. It's like, no, bro, my cousin who works for this, the post office and if you just speak, told me. And if you speak negatively, maybe you're not going to get waved through on something right. down the line. Like, let's not that forget that happens. part. It's nice whenever you don't have to follow a rule. Right. And I bet that there's a lot of that. So I mean, let me give you an example, right? So um, a couple weeks ago, uh, an attorney named Chuck Hatfield, Chuck Hatfield um, filed uh, sent, sent re- records requests to every single municipality, mm. saying essentially saying, "Hey, I think you're um, spending taxpayer money on on a campaign against Better Together, and I think that's illegal." Oh wow! Okay, okay. so so he sent records requests to all eighty eight municipalities. Oh boy! And is he an it, Illinois lawyer? No, or Jefferson no? City. Jefferson City. Okay, yeah. he's, he's a he's a very well known constitutional you know supposed to be very Chuck good at his was, job um, he was involved in the Greitens stuff in some yes. regards okay. especially when testimony was going on before the house committee he had the line that we all liked uh, uh cash money is still okay in america oh okay he's a, he's an icon in this so show so he had that yeah. line cash <laughs> money still okay in america that's, you know, that was Chuck. and and he is kind of like a bigger than life personality i mean Got he's it. just he, you know, he he kind of exudes bravado on right. the phone right <laughs> so so he he sends records requests out to every single Muni, right? He says that he had had nothing to do with Better Together. That meaning he did not coordinate Better Together. Better Together tells me they had no idea it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening at home, we just got a uh, mom knows you uh, are lying. That bless your heart. Look, this is going to be. This is going to end poorly for. Oh uh, yeah, uh, that's the. <laughs> Can we get camera three and make this into a meme, please? <laughs> or a gif? I just, just shake your head a little more. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't know what to say, right? He's speechless. This is, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, I, I wouldn't fault. I mean, that, that's not a dumb move by Better Together. Right. Right. It's, right. It's illegal for cities to use public money yep. to campaign right i get it go after that right send out a, a nice a nice letter warning the munis not to do it and slap them on the hand whatever you're going to do right i get that as a campaign strategy right. i don't have a problem with it you know it's not my job to have a problem with it anyway right i'm just right. reporting the news yep but like nah, again <laughs> i just get stumped I don't but even, i don't even know it's, t- it's tough to watch from the outside too and i can only imagine being so close to it like you are to see the things that, well, I don't know, when things make it to a story, or are, there are 1,000 things that don't get brought into the story. So to see it go from step to step and no. get from 1 to 10, I can imagine would be yeah. infuriating, maddening, whatever, however you want to say it. If you could go back to when you decided to become a journalist, what would you say to your younger self? What would you say now that you, what you've gone through, what you've endured, what would you say to that younger version of yourself? Hmm. So I do remember this moment where I was, I was teaching still, and mm. I, I very much wanted to stay for a third year, um, and I was driving up. So I drive driving up the coast to visit an uncle up up the, up north, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember I just I I had this old crappy truck, and and just spent like that, you know, the hours driving like thinking about life, and um, I, I mean I. I don't think I would tell myself anything different. I mean, I, what I love about journalism is this incredible, you know, curiosity that you get to have, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're just searching, you know, digging, searching. And then there's this catharsis where you get everything you can and you write it all down. And that, that moment of like getting it all out right. is just really an incredible moment. So um, it's, I know I'm good with I'm good with the way things work. Okay, yeah. I like that. That's David Hun for you, huh? Yeah, indeed. I, I like that a lot. So, you're not in the prediction business, but we're yeah. going to put you in the prediction business. Yeah, we are. Let me say one thing. Yeah. Um, I I moved to St. Louis and I I met my wife at the end of a bar, and St. Louis. She native. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why we're here again. <laughs> <laughs> She knows this. Is not, if she listens to this, hey, bro, I be, hey, bro. Uh, the camera picked up you, your spine shuddering as you uh, said that. I mean, I knew there was no there was no question. We were always going to come back to St. Louis, right? right. And, I, and it's it's fine. But I, I at really, Christmas and Easter, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I did not want to spend my entire life in Houston. Like Houston, right. I learned a ton. My editors in Houston were absolutely incredible. Like they pushed me in a way that I really couldn't have been pushed had I stayed here. Right. But um, but Houston's um, really hot and really flat, and yes. I just don't. That is not me. Right. <laughs> right. Got another pro uh, oil story for you, David. We're I gonna wrote, need you to write that up. I wrote a lot of oil. Stories. <laughs> I mean, that's what I went there to do. Was cover right. my favorite. Yeah, what's the it Houston like covering suburbs? the energy beat there? I mean, that's like the Cardinals beat here or something. I, I mean, I, I well, don't you know. You talk about consequences. Hilarious to me that you just picked the Cardinals. <laughs> <for that. laughs> that is kind of yes. that <laughs> is the controlling force in. <laughs> yeah. No, Taxes? No, they don't need those. Who needs some yeah. potholes fixed? Not on my watch. <laughs> I got Paul Goldschmidt to sign. You better hush up. <laughs> Shut your mouth, St. Louis. Like, okay. I was just giving, yes. Yes, sir, give, Mr. I was giving Derek and the commission a shout out. <laughs> my favorite is, too, if you just go 20, 30 minutes south of Houston to the suburbs, there's like mansions for like $130,000. I mean, not, uh, it's, it's very funny how the economy is... is well, so interesting th- in so that, that, or that was, is a I weird part about Houston, right? I mean, so, no, that's not right. It is a wonderful part about Houston mm-hmm. is they really value their inner city. So, mm. y- you know, if I was to go to a community like Maplewood, where I live now, um, well, I don't live there yet, but I will there. Mm-hmm. there Got to get the drywallers. Right. Got to get the drywallers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, but if if uh, if I was to, if there was a Maplewood in, in Houston, uh-huh. it, those houses would be one and a half million bucks. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't mm-hmm. like there are neighborhoods True. that are that nice in central Houston and you can't afford a house there. Oh, so, wow. so that means folks with, of, of modest means have to live in the, in the outskirts. Oh, okay. And that's interesting, right? That's totally not, not right. what's happening in St. Louis. Right. And it's, and it's a shame because one of the things St. Louis has going for it is it's housing stock. Yes. I mean, it's, Stunningly beautiful housing stuff. Oh, absolutely! I think people don't realize how gorgeous these homes are. Oh man, I, I we talk about it all the He's time. He's getting we're... ready to do a thing in New York for three months. Oh, how's uh, how's your research going for couch rental? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, so New York is expensive. Who who knew? <laughs> I didn't didn't see he that did, coming. Didn't see that coming. That, right. that was That's very. Right. Uh, but no, to, to speaking to your point about the homes here in St. Louis, you're exactly right. I say that all the time. We were recently, of course, in Sular for Mardi Gras, and I was uh-huh. like, these homes are just gorgeous, oh, yeah. and I'm yeah. just like, wow, this city deserves so much more love because these buildings and old buildings, like we'll talk about it when we were looking for space for this. Like, it, there's oh my so gosh, many beautiful- Oh my gosh, the Dot Zach building, there's a theater, there's all this stuff. You but, couldn't find, this would, in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Houston, even oh, a space like this. space here? We, but then if you, it's if not you, possible. But if you go down two blocks east, you'll see other vintage, beautiful stone-built yeah. buildings here in St. Louis. Yeah. So to your point, you're exactly right. I wish well, there was more tender, loving care to it. We talked about this uh, on three one four day. Remember? Mm-hmm. We, I, it's I March fourteenth. Yeah. Did you guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you Did you guys go to the STL Med thing? No. Have you heard about this campaign? I've, I've heard. Oh. So okay, this is confusing because we did a project with Vest Soda. John Alexander, local filmmaker, did a video series called STL Made. Now there's a new one, I believe, and I think our friends at the Kranzberg are part of it or Probably. have attended it or something. Mm-hmm. So I've heard about this. Clue us in on well, it. Wait, I, yeah. Chris, I cut you off. No, that's fine. No, okay. we like to do that. We, we don't need to. He's, <laughs> it's better He gets way. into conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> and uh, crystals <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So, okay, so so there's a new campaign. It's a marketing campaign, you know, you know, we've done a million of these, right? Right. Yep. But this one is kind of fun. I mean, it's 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 pushing guys like y'all actually. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pushing folks who are doing like interesting stuff, right. who are who are artists or craftsmen or startup businesses. It's pushing that startup scene. It's okay. trying to get people to. But, but but here's here's my point is, it's it's really what it's trying to do is persuade St. Louisans that St. Louis is actually pretty cool. Right. And and that is such it a is. hard sell. It yeah. is. It is a hard sell. You're exactly right because it's people, so weird. People are, I tell you what, this city is incredibly hard on itself almost all the time. Like, even like people, when we had the successful PGA Tour championship last uh, last summer. Tiger Woods owns half of St. Louis now. He could come here and tell people to kick whoever out, out in the street and they would be like, yes, sir, Mr. But, everybody, so. but everyone you could see on the social feeds were like, everybody be in your best behavior if we won't get the PGA back. <laughs> All right? We can't mess this up. Everybody, hey, hey, go to the crosswalk. Don't jaywalk. Don't let them people see you jaywalk. Hey, 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 I'm going to rob somebody on the Metro Link. Is that, is that not going yes, on this week? Like, hey, man, if you're going to kill somebody, hey, man, do it on the other side of <laughs> Take it to Illinois. Later, Can y'all wait till this Sunday night? So it was kind of that thing, and it's it's very fast. You'll see that a lot here in St. Louis. First like, time a gas you, station like, attendant's been nice to somebody coming in. Hey, sir, how are oh, you? Yeah, how are right you? Right this it's way. Just, so it's yeah. St. Louis has this thing where they're just like, 
incredibly hard on themselves for whatever well, reason. And, and actually, I, I think it's a little more mischievous than that. I mm. think that they, it, it goes back to the thing we were talking about with schools and stuff. I'm they listening. love their community. Yeah. yeah. But that community next door. Ah. Mm-hmm. They're trouble. Not, yeah. Not they so are good. Yeah. You know, it's the, <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> right? That's, that's uh, very that's true. Those people that bought houses 35 feet with us that go to a different private school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, and the further, like, so, you know, you live in Webster. Kirkwood's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, Shrewsbury's all right. But Maplewood, Maplewood gets a little dodgy. And, and, on, I, and, I, and I know we've joked, like, even just, like, not even the neighborhoods, but even expanding that, let's do city, county again. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a running joke, and this is how it is. I remember, and we brought it up earlier, when we were talking about, we have a poll question out today. What's the most pressing issue facing St. Louis? Uh, crime, fragmentation, race relations, potholes. <laughs> but the pothole guy came <laughs> from. <laughs> I wait, remember. Wait, did potholes win? Uh, it Let's b- check it. it. Might be winning right Let's now. Let's see. I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll but look I it remember up. being on the riverfront when they had the Ways and Means Committee meeting, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. meeting for uh, for the NFL, NFL. stadium. Yeah. A three-hour meeting that was taking place. Conway ran it, right? Oh yeah. Because yeah. I remember I snuck a cigarette with him behind the little base. <laughs> it, so. it, Con- it was with Conway. You weren't sneaking. <laughs> We were, we were just standing there. Basically. Right. Uh, so we, we were, uh, I'm, I'm watching all this, but you can definitely, ca- I mean, if someone from the county was talking on the riverfront that day, someone from the city would yell, where are you from? And vice versa. Mm. It, or, or, or it was another way of, hack- I mean, it was right. like, yeah, this is what we got in store. Yeah. And then, like, I look at the merger stuff going on now, and I'm like, okay, say this doesn't work. So then what's next for St. Louis? And we, we're looking at, you know, reducing the number of aldermen possibly. And we've talked to people, we've talked to aldermen about it. And they're like, well, we really don't have a plan in place. I'm like, you mean don't have a plan in place? <laughs> How long ago was that vote? I, There's so many balls in the air right now. Yeah. And you throw in what's going on with Stinger, uh, hashtag Sting operation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Check that mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, we got to throw this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just it. like, at Sting times, operation. I'm like, nice guys. How is it so hard to keep <laughs> up with? Heart, me, David Hahn. By the way, David Hahn, he's about to be... Learning to write at Sesame Street, you have a young child. That should bother you, right? That Sesame Street's bringing this in to do that? (laughs) You've spent almost an hour with us now. Are you disgusted by this? No, I like this a lot. Sesame Street needs some edge. You need to get woke. (laughs) You need to get woke, homie. I already got a woke Muppet in mind. Boy, it's going to be so... Going to have dreads, a face tattoo. This is going to be a game changer. Face tattoo is woke? That's, uh, that's I see it on the socials. That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I see the oh, memes. Did you see? You just put him on his. He go, he accepted your answer. <laughs> You're the. Oh, yeah, okay, there's yeah, a guy yeah, who yeah, needles public officials <laughs> for more information. No, no, I was like, yeah, that's true. That makes sense. <laughs> makes a ton of sense. Do your uh, research. I also wanted to make sure I did say hashtag sting operation. Just for just for just for David, another hashtag we're using too: screaming bloody merger. Yes, as we go through. And you guys at the post have a little fun with your headlines. Get a little juice. Get a little New York Post with it from time to time. No, no, we don't don't have fun. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That's not our job. Report the news. I can tell from this extremely dry conversation (laughs) we've had today. Uh, Just report the news. That's why I like podcasts so much. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the f bomb. (laughs) Do you want to? Do you want to freely let one fly? Your kids could be watching at home. You don't want that. If they're tuned into the show, I have an issue with him as a parent. They should not be watching (laughs) this. This is bad content. No, no, he's in school. Okay. (laughs) At the wonderful school. The wonderful school. At We Are Live Radio on Twitter. (laughs) Man, why'd you have to give away the real name of my kid's school? (laughs) Would that be the best name for a little school in Maplewood? The wonderful school. The wonderful wonderful school. school. (laughs) That is actually the kind of ways that we name schools in Uh, Basically. The wonderful school. (laughs) To mask all the despair (laughs) in your mind. Uh, on We Are Live Radio's dark fast. Twitter account. <laughs> he has lunch with Lewis Black once, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm edgy now. No, I interrupted his lunch, let's be honest. Uh, from the melee, which of these pressing issues facing Saint, the St. Louis region is the most concerning? Coming in at 14%, I regret to inform potholes. Ah. Uh, what's wow. number one? People on got the... serious. I was right, going to say. Race relations, 21%. Fragmentation, 23%. Crime, 42%. Yeah, of course. Like, you pull your heads up out of the sand for this poll? Really, guys? How does, crime it, how does potholes too, not win? Crime can't be that bad because then everybody got a gun. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, I mean, apparently, the, 42% of the people have not driven over the Compton Bridge. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> then they, they put potholes, not crime. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or even, I go through Forest Park once a day. 
They just repaved in that area by the Muni. Good for you. Snow came, and here we go. We got two potholes oh. there. Like, oh, no. They it's, just redid this. What the hell is Domino's? Yeah, Wasn't we that their thing? Wasn't that thing to go around the country and mm-hmm. fix they were going to different cities. Those. They leaving the lane open for Papa we John's to make a We would have thrown a banner on the order a lot of pizza. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Bring us a lot of pizza. That's a lot of damn Fix those potholes while you're at it. <laughs> Where you at, Emos? Help us out. <laughs> yeah. David right. Freeze may have done something for the Cardinals, but he didn't do anything for our potholes. He ain't doing now. nothing Let's for potholes. I don't care so for that. I can't get this out of my head. You were talking about fragmentation and cities and infighting and even just being like, oh, watch out for Maplewood. What if we were to pick weapons for like certain municipalities or areas? Like if we made somebody from Frontenac and town and country go at it, would it be just like a Louis Vuitton purse versus an iPad? Like if you were picking yeah. weapons for these folks, like do we need to make that happen? I that like, could be it. It is tournament season. I'm about to say you are breaking it down like an episode of Game of Thrones, <laughs> like, like North yeah. County's House of Lannister and things right. like that. So I, yeah, well, that would be. Let's do that. May, you know what? I bet you love unsolicited opinions on what you should write about. But May this is what you should. De- you should definitely write about that. <laughs> How game hypothetically? <laughs> hypothetically, how about uh, this? How about this idea? Do a listicle now, Black about Jack- how Game of Thrones is sort of like what's going on with the city county merger. Mm-hmm. You get more clicks, more retweets. Yep. Boom. National story. Boom. Blackjack. Yep. They could use a blackjack. You're the white Sean King. After that, you mm-hmm. do that. People are like, oh wow, I, that's kind of he, redundant. He is white. Okay, he? thank <laughs> you. He, he is white. Uh, before you get out of here, I'm making you do. You can uh, you can abstain, but. Uh, for better together specifically, or just yeah. this issue, does a merger happen? And where do you see whatever decision is made affecting St. Louis in the next five years? Like, well, say it doesn't you want happen. Me to predict whether or not this is going to happen or work. Either way. So say it goes the other way. I mean, do we? Okay. Still... So here's here's what I think. I think that they have. So they have a ton of money, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a, they have big pockets. Big pockets. Deep pockets. I think. I'll take either. Either yeah. one. Um, uh, so so they're going to have enough money to win statewide. And, and they're smart folks. Oh, wow. So they're going to have enough money to win state fu- statewide. I think that... You've already said this, but it's it's ramping. I feel it ramping up, right? They're in your face right now. They're they're making themselves known. Well, they're they're plotting now. Got it. Okay. Um, but they're, they're going to start their campaign after all the legal challenges are over because they're, they're not going to start collecting signatures and all that stuff until the legal challenges. There's right. a period where folks can, can file suit, essentially, against mm-hmm. it. And, and that period is where I think it's going to be really interesting. M- my guess is, is that the... The Muni League and the municipal officials are going to, I mean, they are banding together. They are already starting to do their research on how to fight this. Um, I think they're going to do something maybe even like federal in nature, you know, constitutional in nature. Interesting. I mean, that's what I would guess. Interesting. Um, and, and I think that argument is going to look like, hey, you know, essentially, you know, the, the moral side of that argument is going to be people, you, you can't make decisions for us. Right, right, it's right, unconstitutional. Right. I think I think we're going to see something like that. I'm probably wrong. You guys are probably going to laugh at me in like a month when it's. <laughs> we're big on happen, laughing right? at people that give us. But an you hour were you were very and... accurate in your reporting of the NFL situation, and so I I follow you. I'm definitely I've been Thank even you. when you went to Houston, I still made sure I kept following you. And you read a lot of oil stories. I read more than I was like, well, <laughs> David's writing about. It. It's got to be interesting, right? <laughs> I've got so. it. Was it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> man, <laughs> Take Which article? Texas has oil. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Oh. I was like, what? Look I at love, that. I love that that's what you took out of those stories. <laughs> this, this falls into the work your ass off right. for weeks. Yep. And Texas has That's oil. the piece. So Texas has oil. Interest. Now, is Sugar Land made up? <laughs> is that yes. what it's called in the Sugar Land area? Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. an area with sugar in it. Oh. That's, that's the old Imperial Sugar Plantation. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It is. And you almost like... Got back into uh, the graces of one Stan Kroenke. Didn't he buy up two thirds of Texas recently? No, he brought that's that incredibly cro- inaccurate. He brought up, he, yeah, he bought all that property in Texas, right? To uh, basically have he a, bought the, a he bought a ranch. He bought a pla- he bought a he bought a, <laughs> he, bought a <laughs> he bought a plantation. I thought that was a it was like it was ranch. people who was living already. Well, on he's there. got I think he's got a, he's got a Montana. Ranch. He owns half of Montana. Oh boy, yeah. he bought a ranch in Texas that was like the largest single fence ranch in Texas mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and I actually wa- put people out of their homes. Uh, yes, people out, people that had lived yeah. there without leases, so, but were so against his character. Yeah. yeah, that's what, weird. I right? won't, <laughs> I won't say what I believe he did. 
why he bought the ranch. I don't want to involve David with that. Yeah, it's okay. Just because, you know, theoretically, someone might buy that to hunt the greatest game of all, yes. human. <laughs> is this the uh, conspiracy part? Yeah, here yeah, it is. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I told you. And He's a big... I'll show myself. <laughs> No, no, Crocky's a big wild pig enthusiast. He likes to hunt him from a helicopter. So, uh, David Hun, follow him on Twitter. Check out all the stories. Remember more than one throwaway line from his stories. At David Hun, H-U-N-N, on Twitter. <laughs> that's where you can Actually, find him. I'm cool with just one throwaway line. Well, that's fine. If that's, what you don't, if that's what they remember, if they remember one thing from every story I write, that is fantastic. Okay. Remembering is remembering. We'll just say that, right? <laughs> huh. yeah. I'm going to walk it's out a, on that. Yeah, it's a saying. You need a, remembering. Uh, you need a tagline, guy? Is remembering. <laughs> remembering. Is remembering. Uh, again, David Hun, follow him. Check out his stories. So many great in-depth interviews and just everything that's happening, uh, the podcast, all that good stuff. David Hunt, thank you so much for coming in, man. Such a pleasure. What a good time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do fair or foul submissions so we don't have to subject David to that as he is a journalistic professional. Sound good? It sounds cool to me. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. and we'll be right back. Thank you, David. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. You guys are jerks. Oh, David Hun from the Post. How delightful was he? Blessed us with some wonderful, wonderful <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we were just going, like, man, I think we can go to noon. I think we can go about for another two hours. That I was a very delightful time with David. We learned a lot. We learned so much. Um, that was, we're going to have to have David back quickly. Mm. Uh, because we're now into overtime. Uh, yeah, let's just, uh, we'll just push fair foul to tomorrow. We'll do that. We'll hey, what the hell? We need, a, we need some more, uh, we need some more submissions. So we'll, uh, same topic tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll do that. Your you want to talk to David Hun more? Oh, okay. You know what? All right. You got it. This is the first time in the history of this show that we won't be able to do fair foul. We got things to do, people to uh, see and meet with and everything else. Chris well, Demons and ass fair. All right, cool. We at least got one fair foul in there. Okay. All right. There Does go. that count, Gardner? Is that good? Sure. Okay, excellent. Gardner, great work today. Big thanks to Tommy Bannister from Circa Properties, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, the wonderful Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital, all of our great sponsors here on We Are Live. Look at Gardner go. Look at him go. Gateway Powder Coating. Uh, we love all of you for tuning in. And, uh, man, share this with your friends. Because David Hun was just an absolute delight. we got to have him back real soon. So Word. follow David on Twitter. Follow us. And if you haven't, We'd love some more iTunes reviews. Hook us up with those. Five stars, baby. Travis, great work today, sir. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.